everybody welcome back to a kiss like yours we hope you had an awesome week how was your week babe it was tiring it was a long week you worked a lot of hours and um it flew by for me though we were kind of on the go long days for you are rough for us because we really miss you yeah i think too for me it's like when i have so much to do it goes by really quick. It's long, but it goes by really fast because, like, I don't have time. You saw my my calendar. Right. It was you like back to back. So it was a very very busy week. Before we get kind of into today, we kind of wanted to address what's going on in Iran with all the political and military acts that are going on in Iran. Right. Regardless if you are agreeing with what's going on or disagreeing with what's going on. The fact is that we have men and women, servicemen, family members, cousins, husbands, daughters that are being put into a situation where they may need to, you know, get into a combat situation. So we just want to reach out and pray for them and tell them that our thoughts, our prayers are with them. We want to thank them. Right. We for appreciate you. We acknowledge you. We appreciate you. We are concerned for you. We are concerned. And, you know, when time comes, I know you guys are, are you guys step up when 99% of the population doesn't. I believe it's like nine, 1% of the population serves in the military something wow. yeah it's crazy so thank you guys very much we appreciate your service thank you for protecting this country whether or not anything else happens with that situation we want to thank you for being there for us to defend yes. all right so another thing we kind of wanted to talk about is you know we have actually a big vote coming up in 2020 we have a new presidential vote coming up in 2020, and again, kind of regardless of what side you you of the of the fence you fall on, there's it's not just once every four years you get to vote, right? You you get to vote every day. You yes. get to vote every day, and what I mean by that is whenever you you know put your dollars out to Starbucks or put your dollar or you're you're listening to a podcast such as this. Or anytime you engage in something, you are casting a vote. Correct. For that company, for like you you go buy a car. My mom just got a new car, which was cool. Yes. So she bought a new car. Her She casted her vote via her dollars to this, to that car. Correct. Right? To that manufacturer. So in order for that manufacturer to stay in business, to stay afloat, to stay prevalent, they need votes. They need votes. Um, so we are no different. We need your vote. 
every time you listen to the podcast, that's a vote for us. Every time that you click mention on it. mention it, that's a vote for us. Every anytime that you guys click on the ratings or you know, you click favorites or you click subscribe. Right. That's a vote for us. So first of all, I want to thank you guys that have done that. And thank you for your vote. We need more votes. And here's another way to do it. So podcastmagazine.com has what's called their Hot 50. And we want to get on that Hot 50. Yes, we do. Podcast Magazine is is a new magazine that's coming out that, you know, just talks all about podcasting, the the ins, the outs, the interviews. It's a magazine, you know. So they have a section called the Hot 50. And if you go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50 and put our name, A Kiss Like Yours podcast, in that hot 50 and we get enough votes, we get on that hot 50 and that helps us out tremendously. So oh, that would be so exciting. Right? Yes. Are we trying to go to that launch party? Yes, we are. So they're just launching out too. But if you go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50, we would love for you guys to throw us on the hot 50. That'd be so cool. It would. It would. So if you get a chance, head on over and do that. We would greatly appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So. It was a crazy week, but I think it, it was. was it was really fun. It was. I we had did a lot have of fun. A lot of fun. Um, Alaya was back to pre-K this week, so that was really cool. She was excited, and of course, that meant that vacation schedule is now over for mom. I need to get up at a decent hour and have life running again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna double check the the camera, make sure it's on this time. <laughs> That'd be helpful. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> But I got you this week. Pause for recordation identification. We're good, good, baby. Nice. Hopefully we get it onto YouTube this time. Oh, that'd be cool. It didn't work. Well, so last time we tried to get it onto YouTube and I just need to get better with my technical side because. Hey, we'll get there. Try and try again. That's all we can do. I got it to sync up. I got the audio to sync up with the video. Okay. But the problem was, is like down the line, once it got into like, you know, a little deeper into the episode, uh-huh. it was out of sync. Oh. Like the, the, the audio was out of sync with the oh. video. So it looked like one of those Bruce Lee movies, you know, the, <laughs> and then it talks. Those in. are classic. <laughs> you like Bruce Lee. I do. I never saw a Bruce Lee movie until I was with you. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't know what you did, but my dad was really into Bruce Lee as a kid, so so he carried that love over to us. So it's more nostalgic. But I mean, he's also a badass. So yeah. So that helps. So did you guys like watch them? We watched them often. My dad had the the VHS series, uh, the Bruce Lee series. What was your favorite one? Um, I really like. I want to say it's Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Enter the Dragon. Fist of Fury, I think, is a good one, too. I've seen them all. They they all kind of blend now because it's been a while, but I like them all. You like Bruce Lee? I do. I like I, Bruce Lee a I lot. I wasn't really a big Bruce Lee fan until when we saw it. And I'm still not a big Bruce Lee fan. It's just... We missed the time when they were doing it at the Harkins. That's when I really wanted to take you was when they were doing it at the theater. And so that way we could see it on the big screen because we love going to the movies. But we missed out on that one. So I have to keep an eye out. Hopefully they'll do it again for the classic movies because I think that would be really fun. Cool. To, uh, for you to experience him on the big screen. His and story is awesome. 
I, I have seen much more like documentary and background on Bruce Lee's story. And I think that's why I like him a lot oh, as well. Yeah, his, his story his is really cool. Yeah, so <laughs> it wasn't Bruce Lee, but this week I, I got, I, I did get you a couple times this week with some pranks or maybe, I don't know necessarily some pranks, but some stuff happened around the house. Well, you tried to prank me when no, I no, went no, no, out. no, 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 no. I did not try to prank or you. I don't know what the purpose of, of. I just wanted to. I just wanted to piss you off. Really, I think is what it was. <laughs> well, you certainly did that the other day. <laughs> Yesterday, you really I, pissed me off. But see, the thing was, I I was already pissed because you left another cup out with a little bit of water. It wasn't even a little bit of water. It was a lot of water this time. Okay. It was like half full. So you left that out, and then I drank it because I didn't want you to have the water anymore. You didn't want me to have the satisfaction <laughs> no, of coming back I drank to, that. to my usual, oh, I left this here. Let me just finish it because now I'm thirsty. No, I drank that, and I put it back in the fridge so that when you, because I know that that's something that you would do. Right. So you yeah, would, so that you it was would, cold. So it was I, cold, right? So when I come back and when I'm thirsty, I have a cold drink of water. So I put it back in the fridge like you put it back in the fridge. You know, you like would I, put it back I, in like the I fridge. Like I normally would, yes. Except it was empty. Yes. So, so I went to go get a nice drink of cold water and my cup was empty. And then I was a little buzzed. So I was like, I didn't do that, right? And then I came to you and I was like, I know I didn't put an empty cup in the fridge. And no, you, you asked me. Up. You asked yeah, me first. I did. Like, did I Did I put an did empty I cup? I put an empty cup in the fridge? Because I have been doing very weird things lately, like stuff that I want to put in the microwave. I go to put in the cupboard and it's just, <laughs> I'm all over the place. So when she did that, I was laughing. I was like, yep. You sure did. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. She goes, no, I didn't do that. That was you. Uh-huh. And then she had some choice words for me. <laughs> Not really. So it that well, was that fun. That happened. I, yeah. You know, you pissed me off. So I try to get back at you. Yeah. Well, you pissed me off because I went to go give the girl, get the girl's bath water ready. And I <laughs> turn on the water. I stick my head in and I just get showered upon because the, what do you call that? Lever, uh, that that lever that is supposed to be down was up the pull mechanism i forgot what you call it uh, it's not a dif- diffuser to, but it's to, a to switch shower functions from bath to shower head yeah that thing was supposed diverter to, that's what it's called diverter. diverter it diverts the water from the tub <laughs> up into the shower so the diverter i left it up so that <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, though. <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Moana. You're thinking of Moana. It was covered in bioluminescent algae. <laughs> it's a diversion. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, but I'm glad I did because you have gotten me with that so many times. Well, you deserve it. I don't. Yeah, but I, when I get in there, it is in the morning and it's freaking cold oh. as hell. <laughs> So when I turn the water on, I'm half asleep. I'm already pissed off because I'm getting up early. Right. And then I turn the water on and it's ice ass cold water hit me in the face because you forgot to turn, push the dig on button down. The diverter. Diverter. Yeah. You so you me. got, so you got splashed. That yeah. was on, that was on got, social media this week too. I got splashed backed yesterday. Um, but that wasn't everything. We we did get to have a lot of fun this week. Aliyah loves, she's enjoying her time at Rainbow School, and I'm happy for her because this is the only school experience this girl's going to get till she goes off to college. 
So I'm excited. We'll see about that. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that is going to be a whole other podcast. Yeah. Because then we'll talk about schooling and right and uh, vaccinations and... Oh, I don't know that. We'll don't say the V word. Don't, don't say the V word. We'll talk about that. But Did somebody say vaccinations? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. Anyway, she's enjoying her time at Rainbow School, so she went back for that. Um, Wait, you can't say Rainbow School because nobody knows what Rainbow School is. So we took Aliyah to tour this preschool. I wasn't going to do preschool. I I didn't even think it was really necessary. But because I did have the desire to homeschool, I am crazy. Okay, so tell them. Anyway, because I had the desire to homeschool, I reached out to uh, an old co-worker of yours, friend of ours, that currently homeschools her children. And she said that this preschool came very highly recommended to her amongst lots of parents and amongst parents that homeschool. So we went to go check it out. We toured it. Alaya loved it. It's very colorful. So after we left, she says, when do I get to go to that rainbow school? Yes. So her, she knows her preschool as Rainbow, rainbow School because of the different colors. And right. she loves rainbows. She loves rainbows. Unicorns, mm-hmm. rainbows. Mermaids, mermaids, everything colorful. She loves it. Yeah. So that is where the term Rainbow School comes from. So Aliyah's back at Rainbow School. And um, you and I have had quite the week as well. I got to go out with my friends, check out Like that's a why you came. <laughs> that's why you came back all buzzed. <laughs> Ladies night. Mom's night out. Hashtag bad moms. How much did you have to drink? I only had one cider because I was driving, so I wasn't going to go crazy. Oh. It was a big one, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double cider. <laughs> Wait, double like alcohol content no, cider? No, like it was bigger than a regular pint glass, so it was probably like two in one. Okay. Or close to two. You didn't know, but Zoe was like peeking around the corner. Yeah, I heard, I heard the pitter-patter of little feet. <laughs> She was peeking around the corner and then she was looking to see if like we noticed her and Uh then she just ran across. (laughs) So I did get to go out. You're going to be going out a little later to wrap up your fantasy football season. Yes, that's why I'm I'm rocking the Raiders today, y'all. And we got to go out together. We got to sneak away. We our passes, our um, our blockout has been lifted and we have some Friday access. So we took advantage. We ran off yeah, to, we have, to Disneyland. We have Disney passes, but we got like the low, low Disney passes. I call them the peasant pass. <laughs> the peasant pass? <laughs> the peasant pass. Who, who calls them the peasant pass? I said, that's what I say. Why? <laughs> because it's like they have the monster glamour, you know. Rodeo drive Rodeo pass? Rodeo drive pass where you the can. The freaking. Uh, you can either buy that or a Louis Vuitton purse. So, you know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the peasant pass, babe! Really? <laughs> Jeez, it just sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds degrading, is what it sounds. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have the SoCal Select passes. PP SoCal Select that are only peasant passes that are only valid Monday through Thursday. But every once in a while, they cut us a break and they allow some Friday access. So when we get Friday nights, we it's, like to use it's it. It's Friday Peasant Day. Please pass. <laughs> spit spot, spit spot. Pat, Friday Peasant Day. <laughs> that sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? Yes, that's horrible. Well, it's what we got. <sighs> I'll take it. It was fun though. We we hit up, we hit up Star Wars Land. Mm-hmm. What else did we do? We played around with the the Disney Play. Oh app. yeah, they got the Play app now. Mm-hmm. I, well, they probably have already had They've it for had a it while. For a while, yeah. But this is first that I've really like cared actually to touch the button to see what it does. 
well care to actually you know engage, engage with it because we always have the kids and we've been there you know a million times or whatever but it's just we have things that we want to get done for that day so today or not today but the other day we were just kind of like oh we don't really know what to do so yeah, we, just we hit up the play around. app yep. and then we discovered some pretty cool functionality i thought it was fun yeah i had fun with you we went to star wars land and there's certain things that you can do that interact with the guests right which is pretty wild because it's it's a robust robust app it's detailed it's got pictures it's it's like a full-on program like a treasure map yes and it's built into the park so the fact that that design was you know considered while you're building this land and building this it's pretty mind-blowing yeah very cool Um, you can do things like make the park kind of come to life with certain buttons and you can solve some certain puzzles and we the one that we did that we posted on social media was the millennium falcon one right right and then i think we figured out what the tie fighter did um it didn't turn on any lights or anything but we think, think it, it, was it triggered a, the pa the audio right to to talk about um target practice or shooting practice or something like that yeah it was, there was an audio that we thought came on after yeah. the fact I, yeah. I didn't actually get it to turn on so the Millennium Falcon one was where you hit the puzzle, you do it right, and then it like steams up yes. the the platform, yes. lights go on, and we did it like three or four times in a row. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh my gosh, that's so yeah, cool. Are we really do doing it? Are we really doing yeah. it? Let's make sure. <laughs> and it did it every single time. What a bunch of nerds. We nerded out a little Nerd bit. Nerd alert. We had fun. There's a couple of people too there that we saw doing the same thing. Because mm-hmm. there's certain spots you have to go to right. within the right. park to, yes. you know, you know, get it to come to life or whatever. So mm-hmm. it could only handle like one person at a time. Right. So it takes a little time to reload. Yeah. People are like, I don't want to say they're in line, but they're just kind of waiting their turn to, right. to get into the spot that they need to be in to complete right. their Although we tasks. did get shoved out of the way one time. We were trying to figure out what we were doing at um, Esmeralda, the fortune teller. Some kid, we, we got like, punked by a yeah, little kid. Yeah, we got punked by an eight-year-old. We were like looking at the phone. We're like, okay, what next? And ah, we're standing well, there. Well, because like, it wasn't that clear. Yeah, you're trying to read and you're like, okay. And then some kid comes around. Are you guys done yet? We're like, oh, <laughs> dang. All right. Little punk. Yeah. We'll let him have his time. We'll get him next time. Exactly. Get, the, get out of the way, big-ass kids. Let the kids have fun. This is their place. I felt like, I felt like uh, Will Ferrell. From Step Brothers, when those kids kept getting kicking his ass on the way home, and he didn't he didn't want to go that way until his bud came, and and then they then they uh, they threw down in the park. Oh, yes. Remember? He, yes, yes. They made him lick the uh, the dog poo. <laughs> well, it didn't go that far. He just asked if we were done. I felt, but I felt this kid was gonna kick my ass. So oh my goodness, please. I was afraid of him. You know, I wouldn't let that. Happen. I needed Will Ferrell. You know, I wouldn't let that happen. You're a fighter, though. Well, did you get onto a lot of fights when you were a kid? I did. Not um I know about the one big one where mm-hmm. your dad like made you fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey you, go kick that girl's ass. She was picking on my sister. So that's what happens. And she she was bigger and older well, she than was my, your age than my sister. Or was she older than you? No, I think she might have been like a year younger than me, but either way, she was bigger and older than my sister, and she was giving my sister a hard time, so you don't do that. Not not to your sister. Not to my sister. So you got into a lot of fights? 
Not a lot. Let's just say I did learn were, how to were defend you of, myself. Were you in one of those, you know, LAUSD I a, freaking... I wasn't a mean girl, okay? <sighs> I just had to learn to, de- to defend myself. So, yes, I know how to hold my own. Thank you very much. How many fights did you get in? Oh, a handful. I was a little older, though. I, I didn't get into many fights as a kid. It was as I got, you know, high older, school. more, yeah, high school teenage when, when there were some issues. Have you... <laughs> Have you been in a fight when you're an adult? Um, the last was 18 in Mexico. In Mexico? Yeah, in Cancun when I was on my um, my senior trip. It was me and three other girls. You guys rumbled in Mexico? Yes. That's a badass story. Yes. I didn't get arrested, thankfully. Were you like girls gone wild over there or something? Pretty much. Were pretty you guys much. all drunk? There were some drinks involved. I wasn't um, super drunk because at the time I just, I really didn't drink Bullshit. that much. Bullshit. No, I didn't drink that much when I was, when I was uh, You were young. drunk. Uh, well, yeah, but I wasn't like hammered. Yes, you were hammered. Because I was able to defend myself and, and. I don't believe you and, for one second because you're over myself. here. Now you're talking like over here. When we go out, it's like a couple of drinks and you're all loopy. Yeah, but this was a long time ago. Your body's different. Things are different. The atmosphere was different. The air? The air, all of it. So you rumbled with some girls and what happened? Rumbled with some girls. Well, the cops came and they were all white and I was Hispanic. So they got into a little bit more trouble than I did, but no one was arrested. They were like, she's crazy. Look what she did to us. And the cops were like, it was you three. And her, right? So wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was just you it was just going me. Tasmanian devil on three girls? Yes. I can't remember <laughs> why, but <laughs> and they ripped off my top. So you can imagine yes. how, how good that looked. <laughs> wait a minute. I hope so my you daughters were, don't have stories like this. So you were topless in Mexico. So no bra, no nothing. You were just out there. Yes. Dang. What did you yeah. do? Who gave you a top? Oh, one of my friends. One of my you know, my friends was there. You know, we were. Th- I was there. Lupe was there. Maybe she remembers a little more detail than I do. But um, we were there with friends, and my boyfriend at the time was there, and some other oh, of our guy oh, friends were there. Oh, now we getting. Oh, now we had a boyfriend there. Yes. At eighteen. Yes. And he just didn't do nothing. This was. So long ago, I cannot even, I don't even remember. I just know it happened, and that was the last big fight I got in. This was, anyway, we talk, We were talking about a lovely time we were having at Disneyland and how a child, you know, punked us away from a fortune teller. I don't know how we got into <laughs> me topless fighting in Mexico. That's the stuff I want to hear about. <laughs> I haven't heard this story. We've been together for 10 years and I've never heard this story of you topless in Mexico rumbling, going freaking Tasmanian devil. You so asked if I get your Arab side out. You asked if you're I half been Mexican, in, in any and half Arab. And now the Arab side comes out and you, you know, go halala all over everybody. This is what happens. You asked. If I had been in a fight, I said yes. You asked if I know how to defend myself. I said yes. So there we go. I have examples of how Dang. I have defended myself and my family. So you I don't love ha- that side of you. You don't have to worry if a little kid is I coming love that side and of you. scaring That's fiery you. right there. <laughs> you just come to me and I will take care of it. <laughs> Dang. Right. It's done. Are we going to go? When are we going to go to? Because you have family. 
in Israel, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we... I, I I'm sure go we have there. some family that lives over there. And I would love to go with my dad and his cousin so that, you know, we can see where our family came from. I would love that. You know, that's on my bucket list to yeah. go to the Middle East. Yeah. So, and we talked about bucket lists last week. So that's something that we said we were going to shore up this week. So yeah, maybe we should stop talking about me fighting and get into that. That's a good idea. Let's get into that. So your bucket list, one being we need to go back to where your family came from right want to go middle east somewhere yes yes that's on my bucket list brazil is on my bucket list as well those are things that i haven't yet crossed off my bucket list but you seem to think there's something that i should cross off i should i think you should cross off so one of your things was that to save a life right that was your thing to save Mm -hmm. a life and so i think i want to say it's now going on six years right because Elias is going to be five Mm -hmm. so it's six years ago we got a phone call and it was from a family member and one of my nephews was in trouble right in foster care yeah so he was in foster they had put him in foster care and we were like what happened and he was he was little over one and a half so he was like 19 months old right right yeah like 19 20 months Mm -hmm. yeah so my brother-in-law and his girlfriend had a baby and they got into some trouble Right. So some of y'all family members are jacked up, too. So don't worry about it. But they got into some trouble and they got their kid taken away. And so we got a call saying, hey, this kid's in foster care. Can you go get him? Right? Yeah. Everyone was looking to us because everybody else, everybody had, else kids. had kids. <laughs> <laughs> we were the only ones that didn't have some little. <laughs> we were the last the last couple standing with freedom. <laughs> They're like, they have the bandwidth. <laughs> You're up. You're up. We're all overloaded over here. <laughs> Kids coming out of our ears. <laughs> so they said, go get them. And, you know, it was really funny is I remember because we were driving in. We were driving on the freeway when that phone call came in. And I remember just like not even reacting. It was like, well. Let's get them. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's the go answer get was, well, of course. Yeah. So, you know? so we did. We, I don't even remember how we got them. Do you remember how we got them? Yes. I had to put in, uh, uh, there was a quest, a request put into the social worker. The social worker needed to, um, needed verification that we, we had to go could, get live, live scan. Right. We had to get live scanned. Um, it was a little bit of a process, maybe about a month process, a month and a half. Perhaps. So we, we go through that. We They come and they visit the house. They mm-hmm. make sure that everything's cool. Right. And at the time, we were living in a condo, a two-bedroom condo. Mm-hmm. So it was just us yes. and our dog. And luckily, everything goes through and we get him. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. he stayed with us. And, you know, we went through that process of reunification. Luckily, you know, my brother-in-law is doing a hell of a lot better now. I'm so proud of him. Right. Um, and his mom and his mom he's back with his his, his actual parents yes. which is awesome mm-hmm. but for a good year he was with us mm-hmm. and he became you know what we didn't know we didn't know was going to happen okay. when you have family members going through trials that they're struggling with you don't know how they're going to come out of it when they're going to come out of it Right. how they're going to come out of it. You just know that there's a kid here that needs your help and and we we are providing that help 
right. for the child at this time. And there's a lot of people that want to help or have the desire to help, but don't really know what to do or where they can be useful. And I mean, for us, it was really like baptism by fire. Yeah, because we went from no kids to in 19 month old. Right. Right. That we knew nothing about because we've seen him a couple of times when he was a baby. Mm -hmm. That's that's the last time I, we saw him. We were at your brother-in-law's house. I remember that night. We were at your brother-in-law's house. We, we went over there to see him. Mm -hmm. And that's we hadn't seen him since. Right. So, you know, during this time, we're we're bonding with this kid. We are learning with him. We're having fun with him. We're trying to show him a great time because his real his real mom and dad are going through some stuff that they need to go through. Right. So we felt that it was our responsibility, one, to give the kid as for as much time as we had him the best time that he can possibly get. Absolutely. And it certainly wasn't rainbows and sunshine because no. there were things that we were trying to work on. There were required visits. There was required social worker visits. There was rehab. There was therapy. I mean, it was literally a full-time job. I commend people that foster and actually work because at the time I wasn't working and I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. And even the moms that are out there working with their with their kids they still have kids you know oh, working moms working moms Jeez, absolutely that's incredible what you guys can put together in a day because yes. like that's why i say even with you 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 stay home but i still call you incredible incredible mom because or you know i have your elastigirl <laughs> because you're you you just you guys women are just a different level they just are yes us as men we're designed we're programmed different we're programmed to go gather, hunter gather, bring it back, and then you know we—that's how we take care of our family. Mm -hmm. And you guys are programmed a little different too. I'm not saying that it's, women yeah. can't go be the hunter gatherer, but it's twenty for seven for us because yeah. sometimes when the hunter gatherer comes home, they rest. And with us, it's like even though you're home, our job doesn't end at five o'clock. We're still we still have that hey, night. Hey, hey. We still have that night hey. shift that we got to get through. Easy. Easy. The dads do the night shift too. There are wonderful partners out and, there, and we and are, there's we are a bunch of single dads out that. there. Yes, yes, that are filling that role absolutely. that we thank you guys for. Absolutely, absolutely. We understand. There's a lot going on there. We're just talking about our particular dynamic, but there's tons of them out there that people make work all the time. So credit to everyone. Yeah, because it's your situation. Yeah, and so kind of coming back. To our situation. To our situation. We provided, you know, this child with the best that we could at the time. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot for him that put him in a position to be successful, regardless of what happened with his mom and dad. Yes, I so, agree. So regardless of that, we've put him in his, his, his best of a position to be successful as possible. And in that mind... In, in that light, that's where I see that you have contributed to a, a life that would be a lot more different had he just stayed in the system. Well, I think that's very sweet of you and you're making me tear up. Um, I'm very grateful for what we were able to do for him and what came out of that because not only did he get us, but he also got to interact with a lot of other family at yes. that time that grew to love and care for him and want to look out for him. Um, 
one of my aunt and uncles was huge in helping us care for him. They yes. would babysit for us. And uh, they were they were there, you know, when we needed them, when we needed that help, when we needed that time off, because at that time we were growing um, and we needed it. Yeah. So they were there for us. Your parents were yeah. also huge and have. They still have a really a, have a very, very tight relationship, relationship with him. He, he gained another set of grandparents that he otherwise wouldn't have. So that's totally enriching his life and, and continues to do so. So. I don't, but I, I just feel like I can't personally take credit for like saving that life. I guess we saved that moment in time for him and he gained so much more than he would have had we not stepped in. But at the same time, too, like I feel like he changed my life dramatically and our True. life dramatically Absolutely. because at that time you were kind of like, oh, are we ready for kids? And I was like, oh, I don't really know. I was still trying to push it off. And once he came, I ran out of excuses <laughs> and we got pregnant two months after he arrived. And I feel like if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the kids that we have. I truly believe that. So. Yes, that's where I feel like he touched our life and and transformed me and saved me more than I saved him. But um, I don't think I can. I don't think I can check it off, and that's okay. I'm okay with that because I don't want to feel like that task is complete. I want to be able to maybe do it again. Still get out there and serve others. Yeah, no, so, I hear you. I I just feel like I don't know. So okay, I'm gonna so leave it. I'm gonna You're going to leave, leave it, it open. I'm going to leave it unchecked, but um, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for that because that was a huge moment in my life too. Like that's not something that we planned. We didn't say, hey, you know, if this ever comes up, let's say yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. So, you know, it, it was a huge moment in our lives. It, it was a it was a turning point in our relationship and it ended up being the best outcome that I think it can, it was super scary. It was really hard to give him back because we had built that bond. And when you give him back to your, to the, we gave him back to his dad, my brother-in-law, um, you don't, you still, like I said, you don't know, this is a, this is a lifelong struggle. So you don't know if there's going to be setbacks and you fear for the kid. Oh yeah. And we cried so much. for, we cried for months yeah. after he went back. Yeah. Months. That was tough. So, you know, kind of wrapping up or not wrapping up, but you know, six years, six years later, he's, he's dad's doing awesome. Mom's doing great. He's, you know, doing his thing. He's a, he's a healthy, vibrant, crazy, you know, boy that, you know, is just Living having so life. much fun as, yep. as, you know, being a kid. Yep. We get yep. to see him at family parties still, mm -hmm. which is always nice. Yes. And one of the, kind of transitioning out to one of the goals of this podcast is to get involved in that system so somehow so you know as right. we grow as we start to make some yes. some financial gains with the podcast as you guys start voting for us right uh the more votes the better eventually we want to get to a point where you know there's always the stories of these foster kids that have garbage bags when they come in because they don't have anything they come into the system with garbage bags and that's how they carry around their stuff their clothes right. their shoes all their items so we want to start giving back by you know 
Changing that. Changing that. So we're going to provide some type of duffel bag, duffel or, bag luggage. or luggage or something. We want we, That's ultimately the goal is to get some type of storage, clothing storage, mobile clothing storage for these foster kids that go into the system. That way they feel, it, I mean, it's, it's just degrading to have trash bags. And I understand like that's probably the, the easiest solution for what we have now, but it doesn't mean that that's the only solution. Right. And it doesn't mean that we really need to tolerate it. So yeah, absolutely. And there's organizations with outreaches for that. Yes. So, I can't remember the one that we came upon. I want to say, I, I, I think it was called less let's rise together. We rise that, that organization focuses on working with with foster there was children another one where they do i don't think it was that one i thought it was together we rise but in remember. any case that that's something that's a in passion of yeah. ours that we were that that door just opened for us as we were walking through this journey in our life and because we experienced that and we saw what children in foster care experience we would really love to make a difference there yeah, so, so I mean, that's I that's huge. I'm uh, if we don't if you don't call that as being checked, that's fine. But I do want to see like when it does happen. Um, it, that's going to be huge for us because this little piece, well, what I would call a little in 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 retrospect now, <laughs> this little piece was a big deal for us. So saving a life for you checking that box, man, that's going to be a huge deal for us. <laughs> So well, and that's why I said scaring I, me. I don't, I don't know if I will ever like know that I checked it. Oh, okay. Maybe that's just something that just becomes a lifelong mission that you just continue to do. All right. You know, I mean, I, I don't think there's really ever any way of knowing unless someone directly comes up to you and said, "Hey, you saved my life." Yeah. <laughs> you know, well. and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Cool. I'm okay with with it being uh, a work in progress. Sounds good. Sounds good. So let us know. Um, we want we were talking about let the the fans letting us know too what they kind of wanted want to talk about because it's so funny when we post things on Instagram or yeah. whatever we get the private messages like hey you know <laughs> that was, that happened to me too and you know or we get the comments on the back end but no one's brave enough to really put it out there in the universe. Yes. So. <laughs> Hit us up on social media, add a kiss like yours, uh, Facebook, add a kiss like yours, Instagram, YouTube's going to be up soon. I hope we get this one on YouTube. We'll see. That'll yeah, be fun. Everyone wants to see me crying because they don't get enough <laughs> of that here on the Sobcast. <laughs> All right, Joe, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day. <laughs>